In a global industry where anything can happen, where mistakes cost much more than dollars, we bring you expertise from around the world to ensure that everyone goes home safe every day. The internationally acclaimed Oil & Gas HSE podcast starts now with your host, Russell Stewart. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the internationally acclaimed OGGN HSE podcast, sponsored by Anderson Hauser, a global leader in measurement, instrumentation, services, and solutions for industrial process engineering. Anderson Hauser, the people for process automation. Well, as I record this episode, a lot is going on in Houston as the city hosts the 23rd World Petroleum Congress. I was there yesterday, and I believe I was able to secure some interesting guests for future podcasts that I know I'm looking forward to, and I hope you will too. We really do appreciate you supporting this show, and we ask again to please leave us a review on iTunes or whichever podcast platform you use. Like us on LinkedIn and use all your social networking to tell your friends about us. And speaking of the podcast and today's show in particular, I don't know if I've ever told this story on air, but I tell it often to many of my guests before they come on the show. The story is about a group of MBA students discussing the effective use of PowerPoint in a business presentation. Now, PowerPoint has become an almost ubiquitous tool that can be very useful and effective, but oftentimes it's not. If you're like me, you've sat through too many meetings where the speaker puts up a slide with a lot of verbiage on it and then just simply reads it back to you and usually doesn't read it very well either. More often than not, this is not an effective use of PowerPoint. So these MBA students were discussing all this and debating about how many points a good PowerPoint slide should have. Finally, they asked their professor for his opinion about how many points a good PowerPoint slide should have, and he replied, at least one. And this is what I tell my guests, that, that when our listeners come away from this podcast, I want them to get at least one. And if it's more than one, that's great. But at least one point, one thing that makes them say, hey, that was worthwhile. That was worth listening to. There was value here. I'm glad I took the time to listen. And it didn't take too much of my time. And I wasn't bored, which is why most of the time we keep these podcasts under 30 minutes or less, and sometimes, refreshingly, a lot less than 30 minutes, as will be the case with today's podcast. This show is going to be aired less than a couple of weeks before Christmas, and while I realize that not all of our listeners in the more than 100 countries this program has listened to celebrate Christmas, millions do, and of course, a big part of Christmas is the giving and receiving of gifts. Someone has said that Christmas is not about the past nor the future, it's about the present. There are those, of course, who would disagree with this, but all the theological aspects of Christmas are not within the purview of this show. However, in a lot of traditions, part of gift giving includes stockings, usually hung on the wall or fireplace mantle, where you include a variety of small presents and gifts. So I'm entitling today's show the OGGN HSE Stocking Stuffer Edition. We are, as the intro to our show says, committed to everyone coming home safe. And so I thought I would give you some safety stocking stuffers, a hodgepodge of small safety tips and ideas. And I hope you find one, uh, at least one, that you'll really like. Here's the first. What do you think the number one cause of fatal work-related injuries is? Well, in the United States, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor and Statistics, 
they say that it is a roadway incidents. And I would guess the same is probably true in many other parts of the world. So what would you say is the number one cause of most car crashes? Well, excluding the obvious, and we certainly don't want to do that, but that's driving under some sort of impairment caused by alcohol and drugs, uh, including not just illegal drugs, but prescription and and non-prescription drugs. The number one cause of automobile accidents, including both fatal and non-fatal, is simply this, not being prepared. Or in other words, not staying alert by paying attention to your actions and those of the drivers around you so that you're always ready to take preventative actions to avoid collisions. This means that you have to to keep your focus on the road. You have to avoid distractions. This means you always have to be prepared when you're driving to take preventative actions to avoid collisions. And this will require you to sit sit up straight while you're driving instead of slouching keep both hands on the wheel stay aware and keep your focus on uh, other vehicles and the road conditions if you see a hazard take actions and slow down or safely change lanes or or take some other safe preventative actions to avoid a uh, a collision and to keep your current driving environment safer you have to keep your focus on the road You have to keep your focus on your driving and you have to avoid distractions. And unfortunately, if, if you drive, you, you see this not happening. We have to make sure that we're not distracted and we stay focused on our driving by number one, putting away your cell phone or any other electronic gadget while driving. Do not use your cell phone while driving, especially do not text while driving. Stay awake. And if you're sleepy, pull over and rest. Don't space out or daydream while driving. Instead, pay attention to the road and your driving rather than what's going on inside your car. Don't eat or put on makeup while you're driving. Don't become distracted by what you see outside that's not related to defensive driving. For example, do not become distracted and and slow down to what we call here in the United States rubberneck or ogle an accident. Instead, stay focused on what you need to do to drive safely away from other distracted drivers. Always scan far ahead and keep an eye on your surroundings. And this is such a common mistake to just focus on the car in front of you. Instead, you've got to emphasize your focus farther ahead on your surroundings for possible hazards and use your mirrors and keep checking behind you for possible hazards. Because By staying alert and by staying focused and by always scanning ahead, one of the keys to safe driving is is to try to predict a risk so that you can take the safest action to avoid it. You have to be aware of your surroundings and you have to be scanning the road and other drivers and you need to be able to spot a hazard or traffic risk and make a prediction of what can happen if you don't take any actions or if you take an action, will it cause another hazard? For example, if you notice an open bed truck on the highway in front of you carrying construction materials that can become loose at any moment, you need to be able to sense this risk. Safely change lanes away from the truck. And if you predict that the truck is a high risk for other drivers, pull over to the nearest exit and call the highway patrol and and report the, the hazard. Have a safe plan and a good strategy when you notice a risk. 
If you see a hazard, don't stare at it. Instead, have a strategy to avoid the accident. For example, if you're scanning far ahead and you see a ladder on your path ahead, take proper action such as slow down and safely change lanes to get out of the way of the the hazard. Follow uh, or, or stay a safe distance from the vehicle in front of you, and that means following what's called the three-second rule. And again, unless you're paying attention, you're not going to, and you're daydreaming and spacing out, you're not going to be aware of this. But while you're driving, you should be vividly aware and focused on whether or not you have at least three seconds of driving time based upon your current speed between you and the vehicle in front of you. And you need to make sure that you and other drivers have enough room to maneuver around you. And in some cases, you have to allow more distance than the three-second rule in uh, such situations as bad weather conditions like fog or snow or rain or wind gusts, bad road conditions such as slippery roads or road construction, a bad traffic jam, especially when cars dart in and out of your lane, when another vehicle is tailgating you, you have to Watch for vehicles that are tailgating you. Again, use your mirrors, be aware of your surroundings, and try to safely switch lanes to avoid the tailgating vehicle. Be aware of vehicles uh, vehicles to your side. If possible, keep your vehicle in an open situation where there are no vehicles to your side so that you can uh, frequently change lanes in case of an emergency. Hey, it's Mark LaCour, Editor-in-Chief here at OGGN. Sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to share a couple of things for December. First is no industry mixer. We'll pick those back up in January. Second, for myself and for my entire OGGN team, we want to wish each and every one of you happy holidays, a Merry Christmas, a wonderful New Year's. Everybody stay safe. We're really looking forward to hitting 2022 with all of you. So thank you for being listeners. Have a great holiday. Have a great end of the year. Be careful at intersections and watch out for drivers that go through red lights. If you're at an intersection and the light turns green, do not assume that the other drivers who have the red light are stopping. And learn the left-right-left rule. This is probably one of the most unsafe thing or most common unsafe thing that that drivers do and and watch drivers and see if i'm not right and think about how you drive yourself when you come up to an intersection you you should not look to your right first instead you should look to your left you look left first because that's the lane with the most immediate threat that's the 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 left lane is the closest to you then you look at the right lane as you are entering and when there's no traffic approaching from the right you're almost ready to proceed but now you look left again because that's the lane with the most immediate threat and traffic may have changed while you were looking to the right if it is clear then you may proceed and as you commit to entering the road now check to the right as you have begin uh, as you begin to turn into your crossing all right, we could say more about all this, but I don't want to put too much on the PowerPoint slide. Uh, however, here's a very important point with a couple of points surrounding it that most people either don't know or they fail to remember. And that one is do not drive in another vehicle's blind spot. Another thing, when making a left turn, don't turn your wheels in the direction you're turning until it is clear to go. If you're rear-ended while you're waiting, if you've already turned your wheels, that may cause your vehicle to veer into oncoming traffic and obviously cause a, a dangerous collision. And then remember that tires could save your life. 
in treacherous weather especially, everything rides on the quality of your tires and the mobility of your vehicle. And tires that fail to get traction on wet roads and more than 70% of all weather-related crashes are due to wet pavement, according to the United States Federal Highway Administration. So tires that fail to get traction on wet roads are useless during storms. If you must drive in wet conditions, and that's a, a another another point, and people who live and have to drive in parts of the country where you have harsh weather conditions, uh, they're more used to this than drivers who don't face snow and ice and that sort of thing. But a, a sudden thunderstorm can can be very treacherous. So be aware of weather conditions and know whether or not you're coming in. You face the possibility of coming into a, a storm. But when you, when you do, it's important to have a good set of tires because that narrows the possibility for losing control. Smartmotors.com notes that ball tires significantly reduce your traction on wet roadways and they offer little resistance to hydroplaning. So during storm season especially, it's best to check your tires more often than usual, uh, which is something that uh, we just seem to not pay a, a whole lot of attention to. Well, there's a lot more that could be said about that, but uh, let's pull out the next stocking stuffer. And that is injuries that are caused by improper lifting. That's a major cause of work-related injuries. Off the top of your head, can you tell me the seven keys to safe lifting? Well, here they are. Number one, bend at the knees. Two, keep your chin level or head up. Three, keep your back straight. Four, hold the load as close to your body as you can. Five, avoid twisting. Six, make sure uh, that your footing is stable. And if the object is heavy, don't try to do it by yourself. Get help. All right, let's talk about employees who they repeatedly overlook safety guidelines and they put not only them themselves and, and others at risk. And so how do you how do you handle a, a, a situation like that? Well, I think it's important to remember that as safety expert Sean Galloway has said, safety managers must always remember that people do things for a reason. And to ignore these reasons is going to put you in situations where we don't create what is called that, that right safety culture. When you're dealing with employees who repeatedly overlook safety guidelines and put, as we said, themselves and others at risk, you may have to ask some hard questions to, to figure out what, since people always do things for a reason, what is that reason? And the solution isn't to just simply always just dismiss that employee, get rid of that employee. Take a look, take a close look at, at your your safety system. Employee behaviors are many times the results of organizational systems. Did the company not vet the prospective employee properly to find out what their safety beliefs and behaviors were before they were hired? Then once they were hired, were they onboarded correctly? Was the employee not coached after orientation and periodically discussed with and, and observed safety practices? Blame shouldn't always be assumed when asking these questions. Learning is the goal, and we've got to realize that many things influence what people do and say, and if we ignore this, we react ineffectively. Of course, sometimes, unfortunately, there are individuals uh, who just 
do not belong in a in a risky setting and and are not coachable if their behavior is flagrant repeated and the individual is not responding to coaching and counseling then of course that is exactly what you have to do you have to remove them from the environment but however even with this we need to look at the systems that contributed to them being hired in the first place and finally for today did you know that in this holiday season Every year, thousands of folks are treated in hospital ERs for injuries resulting from, are you ready for this? Taking a fall while decorating. Also, cooking accidents in the kitchen. So, just like driving, be aware, stay alert, and be careful. I hope some of this has been valuable. Again, I want to thank everyone for listening and remind you this podcast would not be possible if it were not for our sponsor, Anderson Hauser. Please tell them thank you for sponsoring the show by going to our OGGN Anderson Hauser website, which you can find a link to in the show notes and register for our monthly giveaway there. Follow them on both LinkedIn and Twitter, and those links are also in the show notes. Anderson Hauser provides process solutions for measuring flow, level, pressure, temperature, analytics, and much more, optimizing processes in efficiency, safety, and environmental impact. Anderson Hauser, the people for process automation. Tune in again next week for another episode of Anderson Hauser's Oil and Gas HSE podcast, a production of the Oil and Gas Global Network, and we'll see you next time. Tune in next week for another engaging episode of the Oil & Gas HSE podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.